ito ang kaalaman para sa kabataan. For Youth Info, the podcast. This podcast is brought to us by the Natco Youth Committee and the Natco Children and Youth Team. So hello FYI listeners, you are now tuning into the second episode of the For Youth Info or FYAD podcast brought to you by the Natco Children and Youth. I am Nancy Gold, Jamie Cabani. And I'm Sophia Maritel Gaboy. We are your hosts for this episode. And for this episode, we are going to talk about women empowerment. But before we do that, if you guys don't know yet, we are both part of the Natco Youth Committee 2021 to 2023. For everyone's information, the Natco Network is a federation of cooperatives here in the Philippines. And under the network is the Natco Children and Youth Team that handles all advocacies and programs to promote the development and leadership among the youth. And going back, women have a special status in our society. They deserve to be recognized, honored, and counted. Women must possess self-worth confidence, and freedom to choose their needs and requirements. In other words, women need to be empowered. And now for this episode of the FYAD podcast, we are so glad because we are joined by not only one, but two esteemed guests who are more than qualified to talk about this topic. Yes, here with us today are both strong and empowered ladies. Who are deeply committed and known for their work in the cooperative. So let us all welcome the Chief Executive Officer of the Association of Asian Confederation of Credit Unions, Ms. Elenita San Roque, and the Chief Executive Officer of the National Confederation of Cooperatives, Engineer Silvia O. Paraguya. Welcome to the podcast, Mom Lenny and Mom Ibing. Yes. Hello, Nance. Hello, Sophia. Hello, po. Hello, po. How are you, po? Thanks for having me. Good yes. morning. Of course, it's our pleasure, yes, po. It's our pleasure. We're so delighted for you to be here, ma'am. Mom Lenny is located um in Thailand right now. Tama po ba, Mom Lenny? Yes, that is right. I am in Thailand. Ayan. And even um, with the time difference, Miss Lenny was still able to give some time for this podcast. And we're so much grateful for that, Miss Lenny. And even for Miss Ibing, na, we all know Ma'am Ibing is busier than she is. Kahit may time siya for a lot of K-dramas, but she's a very different Yes. You may be surprised. That I am also a K-drama fanatic. <laughs> Not surprised at all. Because you're too close with them, Ibing. So I I, I guess pareho po kayong interest in life. Okay. Parang, parang mas young at heart pa po ata kayo kaysa sa amin ni Nance. Yes, exactly. yes. So I love watching it to become so in love. Oh, yes. I yes. Really feel the pain of uh, losing someone huh, from the K-dramas. <laughs> That's right. So, for the information of everyone, Ma'am Lenny and um, Ma'am Silveria, CEOs, just like what we've said, and they're not just CEOs, okay? They're more than that because um, they're not, they were not invited for just to answer the questions, but we really found them qualified to answer the wow. questions that we are going to throw. And oh. I guess ready na yata si Ma'am Lani and si Ma'am Ibing for this one? Ever yeah, ready. we're so I pressured. Think... Yeah. <laughs> it's easier yes, to are. moderate a session. <laughs> Our topic for today is about women empowerment. So, even though we understand that women are, women are skilled, women are capable of doing 
a lot of things, but there is still a marginalization or reservation from other people. So yun yung gusto nami address for this morning as we celebrate the Women's Month celebration. Okay, so we have here sets of questions, Paul, that we would like to ask you and your opinions and your answers would be really of great help for our audience to understand why women need to be empowered. Okay, po? so this will just be like a discussion, parang usap-usapan lang, normal. Not really like an interview type na, on a formal <laughs> setting. Okay, so I guess everyone is ready. So first question natin po is, how do you define an empowered woman? Uh, maybe you have heard about alpha female. Maybe that is the closest definition I can give you. Alpha female is a strong person, strong woman, and always in control. Uh, they are in control of their lives. They are, they are in control of their freedom and their choices. Maybe that is a very, how do you call it, theoretical explanation of what empowered woman is. But maybe I can give a characteristics. Uh, they have a self-confidence. Is that right? If you, It's not only applicable for female, it's also applicable for everyone. Once you have your self-confidence, uh, you are really an empowered person because you, you are not intimidated by anyone. That is very difficult to achieve. You, ha- you have a presence. When you walk into the room, you are outstanding. People would notice you just with your aura, diba? Um, I'm sure that you can understand. Oh, this person is standing out. So people are saying, oh, wow, she's very powerful. She has that kind of aura. She is well presented. What does it mean well presented? Siguro, you, you, you need to have a choice of how you present yourself in the way you dress, isn't it? That is also part of being an empowered person. Uh, one important thing, very approachable. You know, very approachable and personable. Kaya niyang makipag-usap kahit nakanginong tao. People are not in- intimidated with that woman. And one last thing, that person is doing something that really matters. I think that is the most important, if you will ask me. Hindi lang yung, you know, magaling magsalita, but there is always a sense. Talagang, pero medyo rin nakakatakot, di ba? Uh, at at one point you can be an empowered woman at another point you cannot be so parang uh, it's it's it appears to be some state na you you have the confidence but even with us Lenny it's not all the time that we have the confidence right no uh, yes hindi yeah. naman hindi naman all the time but as much as possible we always want to put our best uh, foot forward uh, when when we do something, we want to do our best. And when we feel we are not that capable, we try to find ways to make ourselves confident and capable. We have friends who can help us that, right? Yeah. So, so an empowered woman does not mean that she's always strong all the way. No, she's human. She's human. And at some point, she may lose her confidence. She may lose her beauty. But she, she would try to... Uh, stand up, uh, be back, be back, and I, I and I think that's that's the essence of being a woman. You you are not the superwoman that you are always happy, that you're always confident, but you always find a way to uh, gain back your confidence and to gain your composure. Yeah, exactly. I, and if if I may add also that, marami uh, kami we have Sylvia and me have a lot of experience. You know, we we both are CEOs. Actually, there is only simple thing that made me doubt about myself. I do not want to stand in front of many people with, on, of different nationalities para akong intimidate. Kasi iniisip ko, when I am a CEO, I will be the one doing the opening speech at the open forum attended by at least 500 people um, of 25 countries. That is the only thing that I really fear about. So it's very simple, isn't it? So, maraming nagsasabi, oh, Lenny is an empowered woman, woman. but uh, yes, Sylvia is correct. <laughs> it's not all the time. <laughs> so sometimes, di ba, Sylvia? Sometimes, yeah. uh, bibili kami ng high heel shoes. Why is it? <laughs> it's not because of high heel shoes. We want to feel good about ourselves in front of other people. 
So I, I think at the core of the self-confidence is really knowing yourself. Uh, yes. Prof. Morato has always told us uh, self-mastery because when you know yourself, uh, you will know how to respond in different situations where you are in. It's, it's really a matter of knowing yourself and when you know yourself, you will have that self-confidence. All right. Thank you so much. That was that was just for the first question, everyone. But we've already learned a lot. Like, marami na po. Like, how our outfit affects us, or like how it how outfit affects women. You know, even for men, of course. But yeah, like we really understand that it's really something that um progressing from a state of being a simple woman until you become empowered. No one was born empowered already. That's what I understood from what you've said, ma'am. So now, given that kind of question, let's try to talk about the origin of your life. So let's talk about your biography. Like, how did you start um, before you become an empowered woman? So anyone can answer. Uh, when I am looking at Nance uh, and Sophie, I am, you know, I could see myself in both of you. Why is it? Uh, you know, you, you're labeling both of us as empowered women, <laughs> but to, to our definition, maybe not yet. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I started my, you know, my early, I, you know, when I was growing up, when I was a teenager, I, I am already, I was already very involved in community activities. I, I was a catechist, you know, I was a youth leader. And when I graduate, you know what? I landed my, my first job uh, three months after graduation was in a cooperative. You wouldn't believe that. So all my professional career is about working for the people, uh, community organization. Uh, so then I work in a cooperative. After working in a cooperative, I, I got employed in a government-owned control corporation. That organization is organizing farmers to run their community irrigation system. So it's still about cooperative. And then I got employed in a Bulacan Provincial Cooperative Office, and it's promoting cooperatives as well until I landed a job in ACU. Why I am telling this story is because I think when you start working and dealing with people and doing something that matters, it will last until you retire. Uh, I never been employed in a multinational company or uh, any, you know, I am a CPA and maybe people are thinking, why are you working in the cooperative? You, there's a lot of opportunities outside. When I graduated, my father was always pushing me, apply in a bank. I never did. Of course, I, I, I applied one time, I failed. I, I, then I know, I said, no. It's not the. It's not what I want to do. So my my point is here is that uh, uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed something doing something that really matters. There are times that Sylvia and me are really very down. We are just telling ourselves, oh, we are doing something that really matters, isn't it? Really, really matters for people. So for me, I think growing up, I was just enjoying life. But I'm really a farm girl because uh, I grew up in a rural area. And up to high school, uh, yeah, in high school, I went to the city. But, but uh, if I remember it right, uh, you, I just, I was an ordinary kid, although I intellectually, I was doing good. So I was a valedictorian in elementary, so I got a scholarship for a school in the city and in college I was able to get a scholarship and and maybe because I was doing good in academics I was thrown into leadership positions but but uh, when I left college I went to work and then I went to AIM so most of my it's like 25 years of my life I was just at school so when I got out uh, I had a I had a chance to work in a, with a steel company, but after that, I decided that I'll go for development work. And there I realized that, oh, I think I'm so blessed. I have been blessed. We, we come from a modest family and, 
and I think I have achieved my objective to be an engineer because I told myself I wanna be rich. I should be an engineer so that I'll earn more. But when I graduated, when I had my first work, I told myself, I think I've been so blessed. I had to do something, pay it back. So from there on, after AIM, I went back to development work. And up to now here, I'm five years to 65, but, but that is the way that I will go. I will be, uh, I want to continue my work with cooperatives because it's not anymore work. It's your passion and your competence is also already there. So it's like you have a career, you have your passion, you find meaning. So this is, this is where I want to be. Thank you po for sharing with us your experiences and yung progress po ng pagiging empowered nyo as a woman in the co-op. And I just wanna say po sa inyong dalawa na actually you both paved the way to what we are doing right now. Sabi ni Ma'am Lenny na nakikita niya yung serial niya sa aming dalawa pero actually hindi naman kami ganito ni Nance now kung hindi nyo sinimulan. <laughs> and I feel lucky naman actually to be part then sa ano sa movement. Like Nance then of course, with your sharing, nalaman ko na it, being empowered is not perfect actually. And um, uh, it comes with limits din naman pala. Pagdating sa women empowerment, um, it takes self-confidence, it takes um, knowing your self-worth for you to be, to be able to take control sa pipiliin mo na needs and requirements mo in your life. Aside from experiences nyo that you, wherein you felt empowered, um, what about the limits po? Naku, ano ba to? Uh, I think uh, revelation yata ito ha. <laughs> but anyway, yung palaging yung self-confidence. I think the self-confidence gap is always setting in from from time to time. Ang kailangan lang talaga, uh, you have someone. I think, you know, for, for a woman like us, we, we need to have someone that Hindi lang naman kami nag-iisa dapat, di ba kuminsan nag-uusap-usap kami ni Sylvia, uh, sis, ano bang ginagawa mo yan? Because, because I think you need really someone to boost your 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 self-confidence. But when you have when self-confidence sets in, ang kailangan lang nating isipin, I can do it. I can do it. Ano ba yung aking end goal? Sa aming kasing kaso, kas, kaso kasi namin, Lahat ng ginagawa namin dapat mayroong anchor. And the anchor is the reason why we are all here. We are all here to improve the lives of the people. When we think about that, I think uh, we can cope up anything uh, that we feel we are not empowered. Siguro in terms of limit, tuloy naisip ko, uh, wala naman yata masyadong limit kasi kung hindi naman kaya, hindi na kami papasok noon. But ako, I think one of the experience I had na it was very difficult to decide but I grabbed the opportunity. Uh, I was invited to become a panel of the government to negotiate with the Moro Islamic Liberation Front. That was like year 2004. And it is not something I have the capacity or I'm not really re ready or baka I don't have the confidence to become part of the negotiating table representing the government. So somebody, another woman who working in the area of gender equality called me in the morning and she told me, you know, Sylvia, I have the power, I have the connection to endorse you to become one of the panel. Uh, then she told me, in five minutes, you should decide. And if I look at myself, oh my God, what, what do I have? What will I bring into the table? And she told me that, you know, you, become, you come from an indigenous uh, tribe. You, 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 have the, you have the academic qualification. You are with development work. Uh, but, but very specific to the negotiation, I, I felt inadequate. But but then she told me, five minutes you decide. So I had to ask my husband. I told him, she's asking me to be part of the panel and I have to decide in five minutes. Then he just said, 
Hey, you go. Uh, this is a learning for women because there are opportunities which are open to you not all the time, uh, once in a lifetime opening. And even if you feel that you have some inadequacy, you take it. You take it and just go through it, uh, learn. When, when women should have opportunities, even if they feel that they may be lacking, they should grab it if it's open for them. Because in that sense, they will also learn from it. And when they get out of that experience, they'll be better persons. No? And, and I feel that going through that experience, must, ano ako, I can handle more stress. I can listen to somebody who will be talking about their difficulties. Or I can listen to somebody who's angry. So in anything which you get in where you think you're not that capable when you get out i know you'll be a better person you would have learned and you would have gained from the experience so limits tingin ko nga it's it's all in your mind it's all in your mind and it's probably ano pa rin balik yun sa uh, self mastery mo sa question on self confidence kasi maski ako i'm i am intimidated kung co-ops lang tayo leni kung co-ops lang yeah. Kahit tulog kami, pwede kami sumagot. <laughs> But pagdalhin kami doon sa area na hindi naman yun ang ating expertise, then that will really limit you to some extent. But then you, you speak your own language. You speak your own language in those areas because then that is where you, you have your edge. No? And then try to make your own synthesis so that you can transcend to, to that area where you do not have much knowledge. Tama, and I think po na, syempre, feeling empowered, I mean, empowerment is a right, but of course, we should do our part. It's all up to us din naman po at the end of the day. Ang lalim na ng mga napag-usapan natin, pero kaya pa natin to, let's dig deeper. <laughs> let's dig <Sorry>. deeper. <laughs> let's dig it. Kayang-kaya po ng mga CEO natin to. <laughs> so, syempre, um, women empowerment po is, of course, um, a concept that is widely raised nowadays. Tulad niya po nang sinabi niyo, then example, when it comes to co-ops, syempre kahit tulog lang po kayo, okay lang masasagot niyo po. But of course, um, yung mga more serious topics na po na related na din sa society natin, like the women empowerment, kailangan din nating um, ma-answer yung mga gantong questions. So for this question po, do women really need to be empowered even if um, they they are strong themselves? I think why women should be empowered. By, by statistics, we're half of the population. So if you don't empower 50%, you're losing. You're losing the contribution of the 50%. But, but being strong does not really all the time mean that you are empowered because being an empowered woman, you also understand other women. You understand the situation of women. So baka naman strong ka, but nang aapi ka naman sa mga kababaihan and you're not in fact giving opportunity so i think when you talk about empowering a woman you in or talking about an empowered woman it he, she is somebody who 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 have a very good influence on women who can carry on the fight of the women and also gives opportunities for other women to be empowered Yeah, I, I agree with Sylvia. We are all work in progress. People are thinking Sylvia and me are already empowered. Uh, I would say we are always work in progress. Like sabi ni Sylvia, once you stand on the stage, you need to be very confident. That takes a lot of guts to do that. Uh, it's Sometimes when people are seeing you as an empowered person, you have more responsibility. It's not easy. <laughs> It will create uh, sleepless nights for us. Do you think it's just normally we are we 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 grab the microphone and speak? No, it's not that. It's not that simple. You need to make a sense when you are making. You need to be very passionate, because otherwise people will say, "Oh, I did not learn anything. Oh, she's not a good speaker." And Sylvia is carrying the flag of the Philippines whenever she is in the international stage. I am carrying the Asian flags when I am speaking on international stage. So, you know, we, as you say, empowered women need to always be reading all the time. We cannot speak. We cannot talk the same thing. Whenever Natko invite me, I spend a lot of time thinking, how can I connect? 
how can I connect with the people? And so an empowered person, empowered woman, need has to be very good in communication, very good communicator. You might have a lot of things in your mind and in your heart, but you cannot connect to the people. I think that is very important for an empowered person, not only for women, but also for men, because that's the only way how you can reach their heart and reach their mind. Just by seeing and listening sa mga message, it's more about confidence and ano. Um, but actually, just like seeing you both, you have this thing called passion na sinasabi nyo and competence. Like, I've been asking myself na these days, millennials are leading the generation. So, um, why can't we have like youngsters? Like, without offending po ha yung, yung sa ano, but I just realized right now that it's all about competence and the capability to lead. Like, Ma'am Lenny and Ma'am Ibing really had that um, aside from the passion that they have, they really have the competence. Like, they know what they're doing. That's how empowered people are. They're ready to do it. And that's what Ma'am Lenny and Ma'am Sylvia shows. And we are so inspired yeah. by that kind of character they both, that they have. They both raise the flags with confidence. Exactly. Considering that it's for an international setting. Yeah. Ako nga mag, mag, magsasalita lang ako in a local setting here sa Panabukop. I'm, I'm scared sometimes. <laughs> How much more if you're carrying an entire the entire Asia and also the entire Philippines. Okay, so um, the question would be like, why do people, like not just women po, pero lahat, need to be empowered? What is about being empowered po pala? I think the, the definition uh, on empowerment uh, cuts across. And, and when you are empowered, meron kang, uh, it's related to how you relate to others, even your psychological makeup. And kaya nga, it's, it's for all. Wala namang pinipili yata. Even communities can also be empowered. When we define communities which are empowered, they're able to represent themselves, ask for what they want, and, and not just us, but also uh, well, they work on what they, they aspire. No? So, uh, ang empowerment can be personal. It can be empowering the communities, uh, empowering the, the institution. But it is about how that institution work for uh, itself and how that institution also lobby from for what they want from other uh, organizations. Yeah, so, you know, since Sylvia talked about empowering in different levels, yeah, so, you know, mo- most of our discussion is about empowering individuals, empowering women. Uh, I would think, you know, in the, in the cooperative setting, I think we need to empower our our members. When it comes to our members, think about members. Empowerment definition is uh, people being able to to have control of themselves. But we have a lot of members in the cooperatives who cannot even uh, meet their basic needs. So we need to economically empower them. I think. When, when, when we economically empower them, that's the time they will think, okay, I will raise my hand. I can, I can contribute to the governance of my credit union because now I don't think about my family getting hungry because we are economically empowered. So uh, cooperatives has a lot of work to do in empowering their members economically because when we empower them, they... they they cross the poverty line, that's the time we can say, oh, I have given better lives to our members. So, you know, Nance and Sophie, I think that is the most important thing that you need to anchor in everything that you are doing in the co-op. We are here to empower people, to to economically empower our members. We will not get wrong on that. and in order to economic for cooperatives to economically empower their members, they need to be economically empowered as well. I mean, they have to be running uh, a sustainable institution, properly governed, efficiently managed. That is the empowerment. And of course, those are run by people who are empowered. Yeah. Exactly, Paul. It's about creating a better life for everyone. That's why we need to be empowered. Like, we need to understand that without us working for ourselves, 
no one will work for ourselves as well. So there's only us that will work for ourselves, basically. Yun po. So it's really a need to know how to empower um, yung mga sarili natin so that we don't need to rely on other people. Yeah, and in empowering ourselves, of course, we empower others. So I think then uh, our work in the co-op actually uh, nasa core na natin yung pag-empower. Diba, Nance? I think you can agree with that ever since exactly. tayo, when other kids are parang iba yung ginagawa tayo dito, um, hinahelp natin yung ibang katulad natin, diba? Sa co-op natin, uh, nakikipag-collaborate tayo sa kanila, nakikipag-work tayo sa kanila. And I think that's a core din talaga, isa sa core dapat ng pagiging isang cooperator natin. Ayan, since we've established na woman has a potential and power and the working environment and in an international level and national level, but um, of course, um, a collaborative group of women raising each other up is also creates more success. So kayo pong dalawa, um, Ma'am Lenny mentioned a while ago na sometimes nag you ask each other out for for support parang oy paano ba to ganta ganyan sinasabi niyo po. So aside from that, what other practices do you do po to ensure that there is a connected network of women in your work? The Global Women's Leadership Network is a platform is a platform for uh, women in credit unions, not only women, including men. He for she. That is why we are. We have also, uh, you know, tagline. He for she. We for she, uh, because we wanted that network wanted to uplift the women professionally to to encourage them to make a difference in the lives of other people. So I got a scholarship in 2014, and that's the time that I came to know the objective of the Global Women's Leadership Network. I was just appointed as a CEO at the time in 2014. And, you know, I internalized the purpose of the network. And I was thinking, wow, this, I, I know that in cooperatives, we have God, women, uh, committee, and everything like that. But I think it, it's it's time for us to, to level up our God program in the co-op and brand them and bring them to the global network so that so that we are giving them pride, isn't it? Wow, we are not only pambariotic lang kami, no. We are not only bariotic because we are connected globally with 100 countries all over the world, having the same passion of making a difference to uh, the, the lives of our members, especially the disadvantaged. So, kaya nga ngayon sa NATCO, we, we launched Sister Society. Ang dream namin ni Sylvia, every co-op must have a Sister Society because that is the network that we are branding them, Say, saying that we are here for each other. We are here to uplift one another because when we uplift women, women we are uplifting most of the demographics in our society, isn't it? Pag in-uplift natin ng women, in-uplift natin ng youth. When we, up, we, we uplifted, empowered women, we also empower the men. <laughs> is that right? Sometimes the men were saying, oh, my boss is my wife. Is that right? So kaya yan, uh, ipinaplag ko na rin, magkaroon tayo ng sister society. Sister society, by the way, is the local chapter of the Global Women's Leadership Network. It's really wonderful that, um, from what I've understood is that in, to ensure connection between these genders is, is to create a goal. Yung mga goals of which you really need to connect them. Kasi we can't really, just like what, what Ma'am Lani had said, we can't really um, avoid the fact that there are also people who are um, who don't really believe on the capacity of women to lead or to uh, to make an effect on an organization. Like basically, there are still people who are misogynist. And that's a fact that is very saddening. So that's one thing that we need to address. That's why we're having this kind of podcast. And thank you so much, Ma'am Lani, for for. I'm speaking up and saying and emphasizing that women really have the capacity to do so. And also for Mam Ibing. Just from these two examples right here, we can say that partnership and 
good relationship between women can really create a big network. Just like beginning with these two right here. Okay, and we're so much grateful for you, Po. Okay, so um, let's talk about your roles naman po in the office. So you're both um, chief executive officers for, uh, from different organizations and network. So as CEOs, Po, what do you think is the impact of having female leaders in an organization? I think there are management competencies which is required for both men and women. Uh, yung pagpa-planning naman, pareho lang yan, babae or lalaki. The nurturing nature of women, I think, is something. Sabihin na natin na yun talaga ang isa sa character sa mga babae, nurturing. And uh, minsan yung you're, you are also involved in details, that is also another advantage. Yun yung, yun yung joke ko, but it it's actually difficult no because when you're a ceo you're you're supposed to be strategic in your moves but when you're a mother ceo you while you think about your institutional strategies you also cannot stop from thinking about your house so so even if i would say your husband is sensitive is able to understand you but but still there are details which are really um, most of the time you have to think about. So I, I think when when you have both men and women, you get the benefits of get enhancing or seizing the opportunity to have different uh, brains, the left and the right, yung the, the strategic and the even the details, yung nurturing capacity of women that is also good for the organization. And, and of course, the intuition. Ang intuition ng babae that is that is uh, very much needed in organizations. Uh, when when there are more women CEOs, of course, that is also an indication of political uh, participation and leadership in the higher level. And and when we count the disparities or the gap, you also count the participation of women in leadership positions. Yung observation ko lang. Um, you know, our members maybe think, oh, it's easy to approach Lenny because she's a female. <laughs> maybe like that. Uh, maybe hindi siya masyadong nagagalit agad. Uh, and, and, and when there are hard times, uh, I try to keep quiet first. O kaya itulog ko muna. Uh, maybe it's not, I do not know, meron din sigurong lalaki na gano'n ang approach, eh, di ba? So... Sa akin, yun lang ang nakikita ko na difference. And then, kasi tayo, we, we are very patient. Sabi nga ni Sylvia, we are very patient in details. So, kaya nga yung, yung mga detalye, uh, yung mga, uh, kahit na CEO na ako, nandun pa rin yung, yung aking, aking work attitude na uh, yung nag-work hard pa rin ako na, you know, I try to, kaya nga yung marami kaming business solutions, kasi nga, isip ako ng isip, ano pa kaya ang bago na pwede namin i-offer sa member namin? Because all the time, I we want our members to be excited. Anytime that Akio is doing something, we want them to get excited because that's the only thing that will keep our members loyal to us. So, marami akong mga detalye na ganyan. So, of course, uh, being empowered, syempre, it also means being inspired by others. So, aside po sa parang kayo, ini-inspire nyo yung ibang women, syempre, for sure, pagod na pagod na po kayo, ang dami nyo nang nai-inspire, like us, then the youth. So, kindly tell us naman po kung sino naman po for you is the best example of an empowered woman. Bawal po yung ituro niyo yung isa't isa dito sa... <laughs> para, yeah, I think... I, I, I feel I, I, like... Bawal uh, po yun. Yun. Yeah, yeah. Um, aside from Ma'am Lenny and Ma'am Sylvia po, who else? Pero, ako ang... When, when I think about it, parang ang nanay ko, simple, my, my mother is a housekeeper. Uh, kasi ang meaning ng empowerment at home is you can you can do the work at home just as long as you love it. Hindi yung, di ba, uh, empowerment is about choices. So when you choose to do the work at home, 
you you're still empowered. It does not mean na dahil empowered ka na hindi mo nagagawin what you think is best for the family. What I saw about my mother was that she was working at home but she really helped a lot sa family. And and that means even if uh, we 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 are modest in our situation, she makes sure that there is food, good uh, good food, I think nutritious food. And the way she handled difficulties in the family, yung, I think she, she had very good control of herself. She does not talk all the time, but when she talks, we, we listen. And ang gustong-gusto ko sa kanya when she got older, yung kanyang zest for life, she would try to make herself beautiful, malinis, and kaya sabi niya when she got old, I, I want to have perfume, I want to smell good. She keeps the house very clean. So talagang, I, I think when you are empowered, you're also able to influence other people. So that's why merong influence din sa mga anak. Ang nakikita ko, di ba, ang mga damitamin, ang linis. Parang sabi ko, she was, she was very empowered where she was. Uh, very empowered where she was. And she loved life. She loved life. And parang sabi ko, How? Parang ako right now, sabi ko, pag ako kaya tumanda, ganun kaya ako. Parang, will I really love to stay? But sabi ko, how come my mama is like that? Na parang he, she, she helped herself. She helped herself even if it was difficult. She would do something to, to clean herself, to make uh, malinis siya, mabango siya. Yun ang, yun ang nakikita ko na empowerment sa kanya na, na hindi siya feeling poor, hindi rin siya mayabang, and she she was beautiful. <laughs> Kaya yun ang, yun ang tin ko, baka yun ang gusto ko, inspirasyon yung nanay ko. Siguro nanay nyo rin, inspirasyon nyo. <laughs> yes, okay. Ako naman sa, I'll give an example of a work-related, uh, empowered woman. Uh, siguro si Silvia kilala niya. Of course, you, you, you remember her, Silvs. Si Susan Mitchell. You know, I really admire her. She's a, I think she's a rich woman, but still, she's, she organized the Global Women's Leadership Network. Uh, she's not a staff of the World Council of Credit Unions. And after 10 years, you imagine the concept of Global Women's Leadership Network came from her. And now the Global Women's Leadership Network has 4,500 individuals engaged from 86 countries. And last year, she passed the button to another empowered woman and she founded the uh, what they called it underground coalition ang, ang ibig sabihin ng underground coalition there are many issues in our credit union system that we never talk about and she's leading that group she's engaging people to converse and to to engage in the discussion so that we can create awareness So one of the issues that they are discussing under underground coalition is that uh, uh, diversity and equity, uh, ano pa ba, yung poverty, uh, yung governance, those are the things that to create an awareness and still she's not stopping. When, when we invited her in Thailand, she walked into the room and sabi ni Mabel, Mom, she is an alpha female. She's very good. She she when she speaks, she has a very powerful choice of words that you know you will really remember. Uh, and very humble. That's quite amazing just by listening to um the examples that you have shared mommy being in mamleni i can really say that your examples of empowered women really help you to become the person that you're also um what you are today diba? so there may not be the person that you're trying to become because we never want to be um like others we want to be ourselves but um the good examples that they have shown really are, are the things that we want to reflect within ourselves. And as for our viewers and listeners as well, we would also like to invite you na, um, to think of the people na you think are the best examples for you, not only for the women, but also for the men, and try to see like what are the things or the attributes that you want to exemplify from them. Okay, so thank you so much, Ma'am Ibing and Ma'am Lani, for sharing those ones. Now, um, another question right here. Um, women can do much more 
provided that they are given the right encouragement and empowerment. And that is true to everybody. So what are the things that we need to work on to help women reach their fullest potential? We have to provide them the space. And, and that means to provide a space for women, uh, you can have your policies uh, in place, uh, both at the primaries and the federation level. Uh, we, we need to sensitize men. Uh, I can very well remember the experience of the first woman chair of MASPEC where uh, the two contending chairpersons had a tie for two times. And the um, male contender said, if we'll have a tie on the third, it will be you. So uh, if, if we want to empower women, we need to provide them spaces. And that space can be provided if the policies are in place, if, if the men also are aware, if the women are aware. And I think it's a long and continuing gender sensitivity session, competence building for for women. Thank you so much for that. And that's really good, like giving a place for the women. Like it's sometimes like, why do we need to talk about this issue if in the first place this should not be an issue? Because everybody should have the equal chances of leadership. Like it's not about the gender. It's all about your passion and competence and capabilities. But sad to say there are still people who think highly of themselves and that's why we, we need to address this one. But thank you for that, Ma'am Sylvia and Ma'am Lenino. What do you think needs to change well, in the next five years? And can you describe what you envision for the women's movement in the next five years? Uh, I think given the current context uh, where digitalization is driving the changes, where climate action is affecting everybody, women should be more influential and should work more in terms of bridging the gap in terms of digital literacy and climate action because uh, we should be responding to the, the current challenges. And these are the two big challenges which we are facing right now. Uh, women should, and especially the young, the young, the children, and the young children, the youth, and the women should be able to participate in addressing digital divides so that we are able to make sure that that women are able to maximize the opportunities available for digitalization and become more resilient by having uh, climate action. And Lenny would have all the answer to that. I am a person who is very um, passionate about financial wellness. Uh, in my opinion, financial wellness of women is something that co-ops need to focus. When uh, women have financial freedom, they can work towards their future, the future that they desire. Uh, according to the Philippine statistics on income, income level of the Filipinos, we have 56.5 million Filipinos whose income level is 16 pesos per month. You know, imagine that. Can you live with 16,000 pesos a month? And more than 50% of our population are women. So you can imagine if they do not have that financial health, they also have a mental health issue, right? In cooperative, we are financial institutions. Uh, we make use of our financial services to create wealth for the women so that when, when they are economically empowered, they will have the chance and opportunity to make a difference on the lives of other people as well. Exactly. So thank you so much for that, Ma'am Um, I just realized how important it is to really empower women. Now, if we're going to empower those women in the country, that means that half of the country will also be empowered. And that would create a lot of rippling effect to the rest of the community since many women are actually working their best to provide for their own families. But that at the same time will also give an example for others to do the same. So magandang vision to really empower the women. If I may add, uh, because, you know, Sylvia and me were not born with a silver spoon on, in our, on our mouth, yes? Because, because poverty is a choice. You're born poor, but you will not die poor. It's your choice. Cooperatives are very good in education. 
And when we are educating our members, this is the education that we need to provide. Give them hope. You know, you're born poor, but you don't want to die poor. You were born poor, but your children should not should not be born poor as well. Uh, if we do that in our cooperatives, I think we are creating a big difference in the lives of our people and in our communities as well. Tama, that was so deep. Ang, ang lalim nung ano, na, na it's really a choice um, to make. Diba? Like how we live our lives is our own decision, not others. Now, if we settle on being poor just because we were born poor, then that's how we will live our the, the rest of our lives. And that's not what we want. I really love when you said, ma'am, that we need to educate people how to have a hope. No? Like that's something that we need to educate them so that in themselves, they can say that um, I need to work hard. Para maabot ko yung mga pangarap ko sa buhay. Okay. Yes, and we can educate them nga through cooperatives and women empowerment. And yun nga, um, that's why um, both cooperatives and this kind of empowerment is really needed in today's world. Communities and organizations like cooperatives that treat women and the girls better, um, experiences less conflict, and also helps in promoting the economic development. So we have here the last question to conclude our podcast for today's episode. So this is for both of you, ma'am. What advice would you give to our young women of today? What advice? I think uh, women should enjoy life and seize opportunities to improve themselves and influence and help influence so that Uh, we're able to build a better world. <laughs> Napaka ano nun, motherhood, but uh, empowerment is also about being happy. So first, dapat masaya ka na babae. Dapat kung merong opportunities, you seize it. And then you should uh, try to also help build a better world for other women. Let us, you know, everyone need to find a meaning in their life because In, in order for you to be happy, money cannot make you happy. Is that right? Money cannot make you happy. Even you have a lot of money. There's there's a lot of stories. Uh, popular popular people committed suicide. They have money and power, but they are still not happy. Doing something that makes a difference or doing something that you are happy uh, is uh, very important for women and and. And every one of us, I would say we are very fortunate if we are in the co-ops. We do not need to think anymore because our engagement in the co-op, thinking every day that what I am doing, whether it's simple or not, decision making, writing, uh, writing receipts in the office, it's improving the lives of another person. Is that right? So, you know, understanding that in a deeper sense Uh, has to be, that's my my advice to all women in the co-ops, understanding that what whatever big or small your participation in your co-op, it is adding value to other people. It is improving the lives of other people. Uh, then you will make, you will feel that you are happy because it's not about money. It's about the importance of you being in the co-op. Exactly, po. And thank you so much. And yes, po, Mami Bing, do you have other things to say, po? No, I'm just laughing because I, I also learned from Lenny. Exactly. <laughs> We started, all learn from each other. I started that you should be happy, but she mentioned, how will you be happy? You will be happy if you will realize the difference that you are making by the work that you are doing. <laughs> It's really a comfort if you see that other people are benefiting from the efforts or from the service that you have uh, that you made. You know, so it's just like what the, the saying goes every Christmas, it's better to give than to receive. And it goes every day. When your member enter your office and say, oh, because of the co-op, mangyak-ngyak pa ha? Because of the co-op, napag-aral ko yung anak ko. Because of the co-op, na-construct na, na, na namin yung bahay will not make you happy hearing that. So, It gusto ko lang na i-emphasize yun, 
Kasi marami tayong magagandang istorya sa ating co-op. Kailangan nating ipamalita ang magagandang istorya na yan because, you know, part kayo nun. Hindi man kayo yung gumawa nun, part kayo nun. Actually, because of the co-op din naman po, nag-change din yung mindset ko na it's not just about me. Kasama yung pag-focus mo on yourself, of course, continuous din na pag pag-improve mo. But with improving yourself, syempre, kailangan kasama dyan is yung ano din yung magagawa mo for others. Pero syempre, sa pagtulong mo sa kanila, hindi lang naman po yung, yung nafe-feel mo, pero syempre, more on yung sa kanila na po yun, kung ano na po yung mabe-benefit nila doon. Parang bonus na lang po, syempre, yung feel mo na, oh my God, parang, <laughs> hi, oh my, ang ganda ng feeling na kahit pa paano may natulungan naman ako. Aside from yung sarili ko. And also po, just like um, what Sophia had said na every time you try to improve yourself, it's not only about yourself, but also for other people. But if we're going to flip that as well, na if your aim is to serve other people, it will automatically change your behavior. Mm-hmm. Like it, you will become selfless yes. immediately. And that's what I... That's what I noticed from the both of you, ma'am. Like, um, just sa notes ko dito, ma'am Lenny um, was aiming to work for the people. That's why after three months of graduation, she immediately um, applied in the cooperative. And also for ma'am Sylvia, um, she wants to work for the development and sector. And that sector really affects also other people. Now, if those are your goals in life, of course, it will reflect on you. So... As time goes by, your focus is to help other people. You become kinder and better person every now and then. And it's one thing that we should always emphasize within ourselves, especially for our listeners and viewers, to always try to compete with yourselves. Yun lang. Because that's how we become better every day, not by competing against other people. Okay. Yes, and as mentioned by Ma'am Sylvia, enjoy and seize the op- capitalize on the opportunities. And aside from, of course, focusing on yourself alone, I've also learned from Ma'am Lenny and Ma'am Sylvia that the starting goal is empowering yourself, but of course, the end point is being able to empower others. I think that for me is the point of women empowerment. And I am so grateful, Sophia, na I was invited to host this one. Like when I was asked to host, for like, ano po yung topic? It's about women apart. I was like, bakit ako? May may tadyo si Ate Jofel, nandyan si Ate Jam. Bakit ako na? I, I'm a guy. But I just realized that it's learning about women empowerment is not just limited to learning about women. It's about learning how men can also help women to become the best version of themselves and how um, women can really affect the decisions of men as well and the whole society. So that's one thing that we need to accept. And um, as a summary of the things that we've learned today from Mleni, she emphasizes that women should be economically empowered. We need to have self-confidence. We need to have a financial focus and educate our women about hope so that sila mismo can um, create a vision and become idealistic of uh, a better life for them in the future. And also the best thing that I've um, heard from her is that you need to find meaning in your life. We live this life to have a purpose. And as for Mami Bing, she said that we need to maximize the digitalization and modernization so that women can seize the opportunities. So we need to create a safe space for women. We need to enjoy life and you say in emphasis Sophia Kanina, we need to see the opportunities. And also we need to build a better world for women. But at the end of this conversation, it's all about creating or having your own passion and being competent and capable enough to lead and also to create a change for everyone. So our listeners, let's make it an essential to empower women, especially when it comes to the social development then and when it comes to dealing with our families, communities, and our country and the whole world. Okay, so again, um, we would like to thank Ma'am Lenny and Ma'am Ibing for attending this podcast. Thank you so much for gracing this event with your presence. It's educational, very entertaining as well, like how both of you click um, with each other. It's just amazing. Um, different countries apart, but having the same values. And that's one important attribute of a woman. And also, we'd like to acknowledge our audiences, our FYI listeners tuning with us today. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And we're hoping to have you again on our next episode for this podcast. 
So again, thank you, ma'am. And thank to you. our listeners, and thank you po. If you like this episode, catch us on our next episode for another Friday of Kabataan, Kalaman, only here on FYI for Youth Info Podcast. The Natco Children and Youth Team is also inviting you to participate in our upcoming activities that you would truly enjoy and learn from. Mark your calendars because this coming April 2022, all youth leaders and advocates are welcome to join us in our youth forum organized by Natco. Fun learning sessions and activities will take place. Also, get a chance to win exciting cash prizes with our TikTok video contest. This contest will be open for all youth forum participants. To know more about these events, you may follow our Facebook page, Natco Children and Youth. Also, follow us here on Spotify so that you don't miss our next episode. Don't also forget to share this podcast episode to your friends and families and use the hashtags hashtag for youth info, hashtag kabataan kalaman, and hashtag Natco FYI. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share your feedback wherever you get your podcasts through the link posted in our description box.